The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 Cry, baby, cry. Yes, sports babies. It's Cavino and Farkas. What's up, buds? That's my guy, Scott Farkas. Scott, not Scott. Scott Farkas. Everybody knows. You're the only guy that didn't know that. I know. Hey, uh, did you watch the second one? Christmas Story Christmas? I hope so. Oh, it's so good. That was on point? Yeah, it was good. Cavino and Rich, CNR on FSR. Hope you had a great Monday night at Packers. 24 to 12 over the Rams sort of Monday. We're going to have a kick-ass Tuesday. Can't wait. Enjoy your tacos. Enjoy some CNR. Taco Tuesday. Thank you, LeBron. And let's be rocking out. Let's go. All right. Uh, I got a problem with mall Santa. We're going to get to that. Are the Eagles struggling? Strategizing or making a foolish mistake? We'll talk some NFL. Uh, We'll talk about sports goodbyes. There's something that you've probably noticed but we're going to bring it up today. And if we have time, because you're real yappy. Shut, shut your mouth. Especially around this time of day. Around this time of day, because we start early, right? Covino and Rich were on early doing our other thing. I start to, you know, crash a little bit. So then I start drinking my coffee again. Rich, this is when Rich gets in full gear. I'm, I'm like a batter <laughs> that has seen the starting pitcher twice. Yeah. It's my third at bat. And I'm like, oh, I'm honed in. You better go to the bullpen right. because I got this guy sized up. So I got to really, yeah. you know, step up just to keep up with Rich around this time of day. But if we have time, I want to either today or tomorrow talk about workout buddies. Oh. Workout buddies. Right, well, we're going to get the theory of workout buddies. Good luck into all this in two hours of nonstop action with Kavino and Rich. I'm sorry. Or as you like to call it, gym bros. We're going to talk Jim Bros Jim for the time. Uh, yeah. Last night, 24 12 Packers. How do you feel? I guess as a fantasy football guy, I know you're not, but. My fantasies don't involve football helmets. <laughs> Mine don't either. Yeah. But the Packers could have easily tried to just punch that ball in at the end. The etiquette of like kneeling on the one yard line. How many infuriated folks were like, come on! Oh, yeah. I'm, sure, I'm sure there was plenty of people. <laughs> 
pulling their hair out. Someone that was like two points away from like Aaron Jones having a touchdown. Or you know yo, what, man? Little, I had the game on, obviously, right? Little shovel pass from Aaron Rodgers. It's Monday Night Football. I like the the big feeling of Monday Night Football. It has that because of Buck and Aikman. For years, yeah. it lacked it. I like that. The game really was kind of a snoozeroo, though. And the whole time I'm watching, it was sort of like background. I'm looking at my phone and I'm thinking, oh, I just really want to put on the White Lotus and finish it once and for all season two. So I was really intrigued by that. But I did watch the game. You know, it didn't mean as much as it should have meant. And who would have thought the Rams were as doo pie as they are? The schedule makers thought that was gold, baby, gold. Right. Monday night football, week 15, 16, you got the Rams and Packers at Lambeau. You thought that that was like game of the year potential. And it ended up being two games, uh, two teams under 500. Neither are going to make the playoffs. I mean, the Packers have an outside long shot, but that's, listen, that's a difference. One of those games they let slip away earlier in the season, they could be 7-7 seven and seven well, in the mix, but they're not. They're 6-8. Six 6-8. and eight. Six and eight. Hope you enjoyed your Monday night football. Hope all your teams are winning. Hope you enjoyed your Monday night. Hope you wrapped some Christmas presents. Did some last-minute shopping, drove around and looked at the Christmas lights, whatever your Fogging routine up, is. Fogging uh, up the windows. Yeah. <gasps> I hope you enjoyed it. I know you went to the mall, right? Yeah, I, I have a whole story I'm going to get to. I can't wait. But one last thing about Monday Night Football. Am I the only person? Tell me if you feel the same progression of Monday Night Football. When it was Frank Gifford, Al Michaels, and Dan Deardorff. That was, I mean, our parents would say, oh, Howard Cosell. But I feel like Frank, Allen, Dan set the standard. And then when they started doing like Dennis Mill and all these randos in the booth, I was like, yeah, downtime for Monday Night Football. Mm-hmm. I think Joe Buck and Troy Aikman brought it back. Things go through phases like brought SNL back. casts. Yeah, but it brought it back to the caliber of like, oh, that's what Monday Night Football should be. Not a mix mosh of, hey, let's get uh, this broadcaster. I'm sure they're all reputable broadcasters, but it's Monday Night Football. I mean... I'm sure everyone hanging on Fox Sports Radio Nation as we speak could tell when it's just a mishmash of people as yeah. opposed to people with real chemistry or people who have been doing it for a long time. I mean, that was when Hank Williams Jr., who ended up being maybe not the nicest dude, but the theme song you loved, right? Are you ready for some football? That was the days when we were kids, or am I just glamorizing our childhood? I don't mean, you feel like that, Danny G? Don't you feel like Dan, do that. Frank, and Al with the Hank Williams Jr. theme was Monday? That was big. Got you yeah. fired up. Lots of great memories surrounding that group in the booth. And then I think about John Gruden uh, making smoothies live on the air. Wasn't he? He was with Tarico, right? Yeah, I, I, I like Tarico, but there was never to me a big feel since Frank, Al, and Dan. And I'll be honest, people love to hit on Joe Buck, but I think him and Aikman bring a. A clout to Monday Night Football no, that Joe lacked Buck for a decade. makes it feel legit. Not quite like Bob Costas makes it feel, but Joe Buck is the guy. You know, I always use the analogy of, you know, growing up, if you saw Michael Buffer announcing the fight, you knew it was a fight. You knew it was the main event. I, I feel the same way about certain announcers. I wonder if it was the same type of jump. Remember when Madden and Summerall used to do CBS, and then they jumped to Fox. They became the Fox yeah. main guys, and that was a big thing, right? They, they ended up being the iconic guys. It gave Fox legitimacy when they debuted in the football world. It was like, yo, you got John Madden and Pat Summerall? It gave it legitimacy. And, and that was all featured in that yeah. Madden documentary right before he passed away. Yeah. So, hey, hopefully you enjoyed your Monday Night Football. It does have a bigger feel now. And uh, shout out to Joe Buck. He's the nickelback of sports broadcasting. Uh, Clearly the world loves him. 
but they pretend to say they all hate him. Like Nickelback has sold millions, tens of millions of albums. Nickelback is diamond. Meanwhile, everyone's like, I hate Nickelback. Someone likes him. Joe Buck gets more hate than anyone for a guy that's really talented. So, yo, I got your back, Joe Buck. I like Joe Buck. It's out of here. I'll never forget. Rich and I were doing TV in New York City, right in Times Square, right? SNY. And Joe Buck stopped there just to wave and say hi to us while we were there in the window. I forgot we were that. Outside, yeah, outside the window. No, but I appreciated hey. that. You know, as a guy who did a TV show on his come up, Joe Buck stopped. Said hi. To wave and say hi while we were there broadcasting, doing our show. I forgot that. Something little like that meant a lot to me. I always feel like the problem with Joe Buck, it's not his play-by-play, and it's not how he does his job. I always feel like people just think he's rooting for not their team. That seems to be you the— always I, hear that. That seems to be the big thing. Like, Ramos, uh, he hates our team. Like, you nailed it, man. Yeah. If you read social media and you read the feedback, you take the pulse of, of your pals and what they're mad about, what they're complaining about, it's always that. Yeah, Joe Buck hates my team. <laughs> yeah. He must right. hate everybody's team then. Yeah. Well, hey, let's get into it. Kavino on Rich, Fox Sports Radio. I'm going to tell you the problem I have with Mall Santa. Uh-oh. I'll tell Mall you Mall Santa. Can I tell you my biggest problem? Remember that cheap-ass Mall Santa that would, he wouldn't even wear real boots. He would wear those things over his boots. As a kid, do you remember noticing that? I'd oh. be like, that's not Santa. That's Uncle Paulie. No, I remember seeing the mall Santa, and he would have on like these rubber things that just went over your boots. They looked his, like potato sacks, or like his like his actual shoes were sticking out on the bottom. I forget this. I must have uh, either went to a high end Santa's or oh, I, I, I was a, I was an oblivious little kid. I would be like, "What is that all about?" Well, yeah, you're trying to keep the magic and everything going for your kids. You you bring them to the mall to see mall Santa, and this Santa had a great white beard, one of Santa's helpers, or maybe it's Santa himself. Yeah, a lot of Santa's helpers. Some are better than others. Now, this has nothing to do with Santa himself, but you go to that any mall, right? Like, here's the packages for pictures, and you you bite the bullet and you pay an an obscene amount of money. (laughs) I think it was like the cheapest package was $48. And they're like, yeah, that's it. You get a couple, you get the digital link and a couple prints. And I'm like, that's the basic package? There's packages where it's like, yeah, we got these crappy cardboard frames, a hundred bucks. I'm like, right, no thanks. I'll go with that package. And everything's starting to add up around the holidays. So. You grew up with a teddy bear at Sears. Yeah, right? I mean, I had, I had lasers in the background of my school pictures. Like, you know, very 80s, 90s lasers. And, you know, you sit on a little, you know, you go to Sears or JCPenney, you sit on a little bale of hay. It's like mom paid, what, 20 bucks maybe. Who knows? So, you, you pay for this package, and that's not where I have the problem. I get it. Mall Santa, they got to make their money. I get it. But as I'm going up there, Danny G, you know, I got little kids, so they like to blink and make funny faces and look one way and look the other way. The best part about an iPhone. Why is it so impossible to get both kids to look at the same time? The best part about an iPhone is live mode. If you don't know live mode, you ain't living. And you don't got kids or you don't go to sporting events. or anything. Live mode, you take the picture, it takes... Uh, like um, two seconds where you could then just find the the right frame yeah where both your kids eyes are open they're looking in the right direction if you're at a mm-hmm. ball game you take a screenshot to put on Instagram you get the you get not the blurry one oh there's the, I could see the throw of the ball the pitch live mode so here I am pay my money 60 bucks almost for Santa pictures I go to take my phone out to take a couple rando pictures the teenage kid working there. 
Like, no personal cameras or pictures, please. You mean the elf? <laughs> it's like at the end of a roller coaster ride where they don't want you to take a picture of the screen. You mean Santa's, yeah. little, Santa's little helper? Santa's little helper, little elf. Hey, no uh, personal pictures. With his little uh, red and white stockings on? Yeah. His like, little tights? His little, a little elf hat and his like, elf shoes? I'm like, listen, I'll, 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 if you want, I'll pay for whatever package, mm, package you want. But I, I want to... And, and Danny, you feel getting owned by a kid in elf shoes. What, what, yeah, what, what does that make you feel? I got owned by a kid in elf shoes. <laughs> That's hilarious. Ramos, you know what it's like, Danny G? You know what it's like? It's like a Lamborghini. And you give the keys to a kid that just has his learner's permit. He doesn't know what to do with it. So when you give one of these snot nose picking 16 year old kids a $3,000 camera at the mall, listen, you pimple faced elf. Spot will back me up. Spot knows photography. Just because it's a nice camera, you can't assume this snot-nosed teenager knows how to operate the camera. It's like, like I said, it's like giving the keys to a sports car to uh, a yeah, bad driver. It's, it's like, like giving they, it's like giving Cavino a Lamborghini. It's not like they set it up. It's like someone else sets it up. They just you, know what they, you know what they do? They're like, all right, same cheese. Click. Click. Yo, you think my kids are going to listen to this little elf? I'm like, come on, kids, all right, ready. I mean, and, it's I, got the stock. and you yeah. say cheese. Don't they have some jingle jangle yeah. to get no. your kid's attention? Please. Your kids make funny faces. It's got pointy like, shoes. You know what cheese does? Cheese makes your kid make a weird face. Like, cheese. I would say, say bananas. Say any word, and their mouth will move, and they'll smile. Or say something silly. So what are we getting at here? That getting at- they told you to put your phone away, and you refused? Do so you want to you want to like big time a, a teenage kid who's just trying to help Santa? Well, that's 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 my question here for Fox Sports Radio. You're not Steven Seagal, you're listen, not above I the law. I am above the law. <laughs> you're not. Listen, that's your problem. You think that you're above everybody. This kid is oh, just. I think I'm above yeah, everybody. He's following the rules. Why do you got to be the difficult parent that yeah. just has to go against the rules? Dude, it's Rich like a, it's, it's above like, the law. Dude, it's like the kid at Wendy's where you're like, yo, can I get an extra sauce? I'm like, that'll be a quarter. Yeah. It's like, are you Wendy? You're no. not Wendy. You're but not he's, Dave Thomas. But he's doing a- what he's told because it's his job. If you were a pimple-headed kid, you know, helping <laughs> Santa in an elf outfit, would you want to be bullied by a, an adult thinking he could do what he wants? Why does this kid care that I'm using my camera? I'm paying because for Because it's his job. That's his why. Job. I'm sure I'm, he's you know, to- specifically told. You know what I'm mad at? Don't let people take their own photos. Spock, can, tell me, can I tell you what I'm mad at? Because they're less likely to buy the packages. Exactly. No. I mean, there's a strategy here. You're just trying to rip off Santa is what yeah. I hear. I will buy the package. I just know that my cell phone phone. But not everybody's my, willing to buy the package. Well, they should lower the prices if they my, don't want anyone to take their cell phones out. iPhone photo, Danny. <laughs> I can promise you, my iPhone photos would have come out better. Or there should be an iPhone fee. Then, I, listen, if yes, there was- thank if, you. If yeah. they, I said it, Spot. I go, if you said- Plus, take your own photos, an extra 10 bucks. I would have said, certainly. I'll pay. I don't care. But the fact that some little pimple-headed teenager with elf shoes on was like, ah, Sarah, no pictures. And I, I know what I'm mad at. a real problem, Rich. Yeah, I, I, am, think that's what, I think there's a deeper issue here. I, You're just mad at some little kid yeah. owned you. I'm For, mad that I listened. Did you say, I hope Santa brings you some proactive kid? I'm mad that I listened. I'll give you another example. You, might, you know, this might be a segment where you guys don't end up liking me. Jeez. I was, the, I was at the movie theater once. Did you say G's or cheese? Spot, I don't know. I might have been with you. I'm not sure. <laughs> I, when I was at the movie theater once, I just got a nice venti coffee from Starbucks. Like a nice oh, this hot happened, drink. This happened to me once. Um, and I'm at the, I get a Starbucks. I'm with my wife. No kids. We're about to go to the movies. I got a nice coffee. It was a little later. So I'm like, I want a coffee. Pump me up for this movie. The kid, 15 years old with his little pimple face, ripping tickets. Uh, theater two. Theater two on the left. Got... No outside drinks. Know what I said to him? I go, that's cute, kid. And I just kept walking. That's just rude. And oh, that's, rude. And that's 
what I should have. That's what I should have done last nah, night. I should have said, "Hey, that's really cute, you're elf." Rude. That's really cute. I was, that, I was that kid working. I would yeah. never appreciate some adult treating me that way. No, that's outside, some, that's no, someone's uh, kid, I mean, man. Movies, movies are six hours. Hey, a little that's, coffee. That's hey, uh, no outside candy. Hey, again, it's, it's adorable kid. No, as I have my sour patch kids in my pocket. Rich thinking he's uh, he's above. I got a six pack. Stand in practice here. You know, of there's soda. rules in place. Yeah, the guy was like, "Is that an Arizona iced tea in your pants?" I'm like, "No, sir. That's like I no. get it. <laughs> I, I get it. Like you know, what sort of authority does this? I get what Rich is saying. Just kidding, Ron. What sort of authority does this kid really that's, have? That's my wife. Definitely kidding. Um, and Rich is saying none. I, but to saying, rub it in this kid's face when I, they're just trying to follow the rules. That's a little hey, rude, listen, and you hey, taking advantage of your adulthood. If you're new to Cavino and Rich, let it be known. I'm a really kind, nice uh, no, guy. No, it doesn't sound that way. So, but what I'm saying, in, in that's, these, that's what you want people to think. Yeah, that's that's why they call you the Velvet Wolf. In these front. moments, I do want to say, hey, what authority do you have? I really did. I said, we're at a public mall. I don't even think you can tell me to put away my phone, can you? Oh, you're you're going to pull now, that one? If, if Rich pulled this no, at... Can. If Rich did this at places where they were fair to the customer, I'd have a bigger problem with Rich. But I feel like a lot of these rules are at places where they are trying to scam you for even more money. Like, you know, do I really need to pay $8.50 for a small soda? No, you don't. And you know who brought up you or Rama? Someone brought up the amusement park? Oh, you guys must think of a vigilante. I took my kids to Universal. Please, we paid... Uh, you know, money for all the attractions and funds and snacks and everything we did. We got off the Jurassic Park ride. I snuck a little picture of the screen because I don't need a printout of me on the Jurassic Park ride, but I want to show my uh, wife. That's Rich taking advantage you're, of the fact that he's handsome. You're like and the he Robin. Thinks that just because he smiles, <laughs> that it it frees him of everything else. If it was me, they'd be like, "Hey, hey, what are you doing, sir?" You know, I'd be like, "Oh, they would put me in like you know handcuffs." Shackles. Ah, ah, leave me alone. But Rich smiles at everybody. He thinks it's okay. No, hey, he's like, get out of here. That's hey. like you taking advantage. He's the Robin Hood of amusement parks. Yeah. Say, I'm, maybe I'm like the, maybe I'm just a man of the people when you think about it. Yeah. Yeah. No, you, that's hey. you thinking you're a cheese wiener and everybody likes you, so you could do no wrong. Hey, Avatar, uh, that's Theater 2 on the left. Hey, look. Uh, no, theater 2 on the left. Uh, sir, no, doing... you can't bring your Starbucks in. Yeah, that's really cute, what kid. What you're doing, Pat everybody on the head. wants Pat him on to the do, head. but not everyone's going to get away with it all the time. So if you're saying to do those things, <laughs> it's bad advice. Trust no. me. Hey, and bring... it's bad etiquette. Movie theater. Here's the rules, and we'll move on, because I want to talk about Jalen Hurts. <laughs> I want to talk about the Eagles. I want to talk about farewells and sports. But I had to bring this up. It is the holiday season. Here's things. You go to the movie theater, bring your outside snacks. You go to the amusement park, take a picture of that screen. Who cares? And when you go take the Santa picture with your kids, take out your iPhone and tell the little elves to mind their own business and get back to making toys. Rich Davis breaks all the rules. I can hear the promo now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen. I don't, I'm, I'm, I don't make the rules. I just break them. If I stare at somebody sideways, you know, there's a confrontation. So not everybody gets away with it. You're you're less threatening, so I guess you um, get the pass. But I don't recommend this for everybody. Well, I think most of the people listening to Covino and Rich right now probably want to do those things, but they know better because it's going to be a hassle, and they try to abide by by the rules that are set in place. Not listening to the kid at the movie theater is and a I'm disrespect. Not, and I'm, and I'm to no this kid. longer I'm no longer listening to elves. <laughs> I'm no longer going to follow the rules of a 15-year-old little elf. All right, Kavino and Rich, we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studio. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast-free shipping, free road hazard protection.
protection and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Now, coming up, we got Iron Mike trivia, which is going to be awesome. So, Iron Mike Tyson will be here. Plus, are the Eagles strategizing or about to make the dumbest mistake? And that includes the uh, Patriots' uh, fourth quarter the other day. Is this the dumbest mistake of the 2022 NFL season? We'll get to it next right here on Kavino and Rich. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. 
like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't tell me what to do, elves. <laughs> I don't listen. So if we've learned anything today is that Rich picks on little kids. Bad enough they're young teenage kids. They're young teenage yeah. kids trying to earn a buck dressed like an elf. Well, and Rich I, has to make them feel worse no, about it. I'm telling everyone. No, the le- place in society, kid. The lesson to be learned here, if you go to the movie theater. Just bringing, that you bully kids. No, bringing your own snacks. If a 15-year-old kid ripping tickets is like, theater too, uh, no snacks. Be like, yeah, that's cute, kid. Later. What is he going to do? Tackle you? No, I'll tell you what. And let me bring this back to Fox Sports Radio, Cavino and Rich. I'm above the law. Yeah, he thinks he is. Steven Seagal. It's Ramos on the ones and twos. Danny G on the phones at 877 on Fox. We got Lowenkron and Spotty hanging out. It's the show. We got Iron Mike Trivia in a few minutes, and we're going to talk to the Eagles next. But let me tell you what they should do and what I hope happens to you in the future. I was a 13-year-old pimple-faced kid, just like these other kids you're picking on. I really didn't have pimples, though. Ramos, I was slaying it. You were good looking. Yeah, I was slaying it. I was slaying it. I'm not gonna. I was lie. on all types of pimples. Yeah. I, I had pimples. Maybe that's why I hate these kids. Yeah, exactly. I was, on, I was on Accutane. I was on. I was. I tried every astringent and pimple pad and everything. Oh, so gross. I'm a 13 year old kid just trying to make his way in the world, figure it out, trying to earn a buck. So I did what most 13 year old kids do. I umpired little league. Yeah. Put on my little blue button down. My little blue baseball cap. I had my clicker. I'd be at the Little League field. Strike two. And would you know, I'm doing my best to call a game. These parents tried to bully me. They did. (laughs) Parents and the coaches tried to bully me. I was like, you're out. And they're like, what? Blue, you suck. They got in my face. I'm a 13-year-old little kid. I'm just trying to earn my $15 behind the plate. Make the right call, then. You're an adult. Conduct yourself like one. You know what I did, (laughs) Ramos? You know what I did? Walk out the field. I said, yeah! I threw the parents and the coaches out of the game. I called Maybe you should have went and got your eyes checked. Yeah, no, no. I called my field. It was my buddy, Eddie, right? He was calling the field game. I was behind the plate. He was in the field. I said, Eddie, get over here. We're like, you're out! Threw him out of the game. No play. Other parents were booing these other parents. Put these parents in their place because you're an adult. Act like one. By the way, and that is legal. Yes. I, mean, I don't know about yours being legal, <laughs> no. but that is legal. But you know He's what that kid should have done? This sounds that like kid's... naked gun. Did you start uh, moonwalking? I know. Right? You know what that kid will do next time, and I hope he does it to you? He gets Paul Blart, and he gets one of his other buddies and says, get this guy out of here because cups. he's not following the rules and he's trying to bully me, and I'm just a little elf. I hope that happens now, to you. Uh, again, last time I'll say it, bring candy and snacks into the theater. Who's going to stop you? A teenager? No. When you go to take your kids. big your, security guy at the mall. When he's you're taking you by the pant buckles and toss you out, and I can't wait till it happens. Some fat dude on a Segway? Yeah, I hope. That's who's coming after me? I hope. I hope he puts you in a figure four. Well, if you're getting your kid's picture with Santa and the little elves say, no personal cameras, I made the mistake of listening to them. Don't listen. The end. Well, before you say the end, 
You umpired Little League too, right? I loved it. It was but a great I, job. I, you know, it's funny you should say that. because Did I you think ever throw anybody out? No, I, I, think, I think it was 15 to $20 for a game. And I remember thinking that was the coolest no, part-time was, job when I was like 15. For me, it was 10 in the field, 15 behind the plate. Yeah, I think that was it, 15. So you, you call a few games on a Saturday, Sunday. You know, you're 13, that was the best gig. You eat a hot dog and a snack, you know, well, some Italian ice. The, the fun of it was if you were a good ball player, you... Like they were the what they'd be like. You should umpire the little kids, and you're yeah. like, I think I will. And I did. Yeah, I umpired little kids, and the first game I umpired, I went out there, and the two coaches came out, and they said, "Look, it's the little kids. Strike zone expanded. Whatever you want, you know, just kids." Yeah. Yeah. I got a good point. First pitch is like up high, just a little high. I go strike. The two coaches go, "What are you crazy?" <laughs> That ball was down to up no, high. I go, Did Ramos, you just tell me that anything's a strike? Ramos giving dirty looks to the um, to the to the coaches. Ramos is like Steve. So anyway, they change fast. They change fast. Let me tell you, it's great, man. Some good memories. But thank you guys for hanging out with us again. We're Covino and Rich. If you want to chime in at Covino and Rich on social media, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. So. um... Before we go to Isaac Lohenkron, let me set something up, and then uh, we could get to it in a little bit. Now, the Philadelphia Eagles, who are 13-1, and 13-1, and one, have put out in the uh, NFL universe that, hey, you know, we're, uh, we're not quite sure of the status of one Jalen Hurts. The Eagles won't rule him issue, out. Yeah. They won't rule him out. Eagles coaching will not rule out Jalen Hurts for their game this week against the Cowboys. Eagles coach Nick Sirianni confirmed Tuesday that quarterback Jalen Hurts has a sprained right shoulder, but he's not ruling him out. Now listen, I'm not naive. And by the way, when is naive again? I think it's... Uh, Didn't it pass in... It passed November 26th? Yeah, the night before Bill Nye, the science guy's birthday. Naive. It's uh, <laughs> November 26th, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. His birthday's the yeah. 27th. Yeah. I'm not naive. I know it could be strategy. You don't want to give the Cowboys your, you know, your, your game plan. But think of all the fantasy football players that are like, yo, is this guy starting or not? It's playoff time. And there must be guys within the organization that are like, is this strategy? Because why on earth, when you have a three-game lead on the Cowboys. Would you even contemplate starting this guy? The Cowboys have to proceed thinking they're going to see Gardner Minshew. So you're saying perfect time just to let him rest anyway. Why would you like give regardless a, of a guy with an aggravated shoulder? Right. Why on planet Earth would you even think about starting him? This is the perfect opportunity to say, yo, Jalen Hurts, you guided this team like Rudolph and the Slate tonight. You guided this team with your nose so bright to a 13-1 and record. That was a really cool way to tie it into Christmas. I, know, I, I tried. That was I great. figured that was uh, that was brilliant. Why would you take a chance? It's like you have the perfect opportunity to say, "Yo, Hurts, chill for a week, man. Even if we lose to the Cowboys, we're thirteen and two. Uh, so what? You're fourteen. You're fifteen and two instead of uh, instead of uh, one loss. I think it's a bird brain possible. Bird, see, Eagles bird brain. Bird brain decision if they even think about having Jalen Hurts step foot on the field. Danny G, I feel like you agree. You said it early today. You you said you were confused as well. Yeah, when I saw this story, I was like, okay, that's got to be misdirection. It's got to be. That's Otherwise, just them trying to do the game time decision to throw their opponent off. I can feel that they did that with Brock Purdy. The Niners remember they're like, we're not sure if he's going to play. And wouldn't you want to give Minshew some snaps? Head just into the playoffs, just in case. Yeah, just in case. I mean, the whole thing makes sense. Let the guy play a little bit. Eagles fans, if you want to chime in, 877-99 on Fox. Obviously, well, I think we're going to assume, for, for the good of 
the Eagles and not, you know, you don't want to make them feel stupid. It's a strategy, right? I mean, it's got to be. There's no way on earth Jalen Hurts should step on the football field, even if he has a sore toe. If the guy stubbed his toe, he should say, hey, dude, sit out against the Cowboys. In fact, what a great game to sit out. A team you may face at some point in the postseason that you've already played yeah, once. And you don't want to give him too many just, looks uh, on Jalen Hurts. Just another say, reason. Throw Minshew in there. It makes every strategical sense in the world, if that's even a word, strategical. Uh, uh, strategery. Strategery. Isaac Lowenkron. What's up, buddy? Isaac Lowenkron. NFL news that's just coming down. ESPN just reporting that the Baltimore Ravens have placed receiver Devin Duvernay on injured reserve after he was injured just today in practice. Argentina's World Cup championship team had to be airlifted out of its own championship parade today for safety reasons. They originally went through Buenos Aires on top of tour buses, but the parade route became so congested by an estimated four to five million people. Yeah, it looked insane. Yeah. Yo, did you see their heads were almost taken off by those wires? Like, yes. Messi, Messi almost uh, lost his noggin. Well, they were sitting a messy on the situation. Bus. Yeah, it was a messy situation. <laughs> almost. You know, they were sitting on the back of the bus and on top of the bus and it was low hanging wires that almost caught Messi and other teammates. We actually have some play by play of the parade for you guys. It's in Spanish so I will translate. Now what you're about to listen to is the news coverage in Argentina and the bus is going underneath an overpass and some fans decide to jump off the top of the overpass on to the top of the tour bus itself where the players are. One person, the first person to do it, lands on the bus. The second person misses the bus entirely, falls 15 feet down to the ground, down on the concrete. So the translation of what you're about to hear is they're telling him, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it, and they can't stop him. He missed landing on Messi by a centimeter, and the second guy falls outside the bus speed and a lot better in this country because the other countries uh, have us beat in terms of wildness and craziness oh. with four to five million people in helicopters and evacuations. Back to you. Isaac, did you see that they are not, uh, by the way, you know who's not being charged with anything? Did you see the beautiful female Argentinian fans that were topless? That was my next item, yes! Your oh. ne- that should have been your lead item. Wow, well, uh, excited yeah, they, about that one, they, uh, they were not charged with anything. They were not going to be uh, prosecuted or, or get in trouble or anything, but if you saw a lot of the uh, beautiful Argentinian women that were just letting them flop. Yes. Um, like, like, let's get it. Like flop well, the, this flopping the, in soccer. These uh, <laughs> the, the, these young uh, Instagram um, uh, these young Instagram influencers are known as Noe and Milu Barbie, and in this case, Milu Barbie actually has two eyes. Now, so look at this, followed by time. Isaac Lohman. All <laughs> right. <laughs> Thank you, Isaac. Thank you. You know what that reminded me of? But you know the description of the people jumping from the overpass onto the bus one of my favorite sports highlights of all time where there was a guy who jumped from the stance to catch the field goal kick remember the guy that jumped and he fell into the oh, tunnel yeah, classic yeah. that's one of my favorite because like he jumped and it appeared to be like 15 feet into the air but the timing of that yeah. like the timing of that is always so amazing to me from the guy to jump from the stands in midair to catch the field goal low and, and cron knows that guy that was at soldier field yeah. on monday night football during a bears game and i can actually find the audio because uh, al frank and dan talked about it so yeah that was at uh, old soldier field at a bear 
Bears game on Monday Night Football in 1995. Wow. Wow. Isaac, if you told us it was you, I would have believed you. <laughs> imagine, I, no, imagine, you know why? Isaac's like, guys, it was me. <laughs> and that guy He's was the Isaac. Yes. The DB Cooper of flying uh, fans, apparently. You, the reason you know it's not me is because the fan caught the ball. If it was me, I would have bobbled it and then cracked my head. <laughs> nice. Uh, you know, let's take one quick phone call from David in Texas as we talked about the Eagles and whether or not it's got to be strategy. Right, David? It's totally strategy because they were stressing on us about a week ago about how we were talking about and we didn't we didn't even know that we were playing the Eagles this week until we lost. But we was all talking mess and now that the that now that the quarterback is not there, yo, I think we, I she doesn't even think we're gonna do anything on that. I, I don't even know what you're saying. Thank you, David. I appreciate Thank you, the David. call. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox, or you could chime in at Covino and Rich. Do you have saying, some eggnog? I don't know. Yeah, that guy's sipping on Grandma's eggnog. What do you, you put in eggnog again? <laughs> a little rum, ah. amaretto rum, yeah. or something. Um, as my mom often says, and she always told me, and she would say it in Spanish, and I don't know how to say it, so maybe Ramos, you do, but never let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. You know, you don't give up your tricks, especially when you're heading into the playoffs, and this is a playoffs. team you might face. You know. There's so many reasons that they're not going to give up their strategy, but there is no way that the Eagles are going to play Hurts this weekend with a bum shoulder, when you have Minshew, when he needs snaps, again, when they're getting extra looks <laughs> When you Hertz. essentially, you're literally, you have to win one game for the rest of the year to lock up the There's one seed. There's no way. One win, you lock up the one seed with three games to go. Why on earth And if you- they do, big mistake. Because you're, you're risking that... Injury and everything else. Dude, as Julia Roberts said in Pretty Woman, big mistake. Big. Huge. See? Thank huge. you, Spot. Huge right, mistake. We have more Cavino and Rich. Big. And coming up, uh, we're going to do Tyson trivia. We're going to talk about sports farewells. And it's all live from the Tyrac.com studio. Cavino and Rich. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. 
With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Live from the Tyrac.com studios, Kavino and Rich. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Hopefully ho, you're getting all ho, your ho. Christmas stuff done. By the way, it's the third crazy night, right? Yeah. Let's go. We're going to be doing Iron Mike trivia next hour. Stick around for that. Play along at home. See if you could beat an ill reindeer. Reigning yeah. champion VJ Husky. He's going for a, a three-peat VJ Husky. Can't let that happen. In Iron Mike Trivia, Tyson Tuesday. I wrote in my notes, ruin VJ's holidays. I'm going <laughs> to beat him today. Nice. Tyson Trivia coming up. And uh, by the way, Christmas in Hollis, run DMC. Um, I would always find it fun. Like, I would go to my dad's on Christmas, and my dad would pick me up at oh. the Hollis Queens train station. So I was like, every year I'd be... In Hollis, Queens on Christmas. So. Oh, oh, this is what oh. I'll run DMC. I'll singing about. Oh, I wonder oh. if my dad even knows that. Well, he probably does it. Let's get back to the phones real quick. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. We covered a lot. Rich hates teenage elves at the mall. <laughs> Don't tell me what he's to better do. than everybody. And the Eagles have to be <laughs> kidding me. There's no way, right? We we all agree. There's no way that Jalen Hurts should be playing against the Cowboys this week. Yeah, it's got to be strategy. And, you know, let the fantasy football people know with enough time to uh, finagle their schedule, their their roster. Uh, Fred in West Virginia, what's going on, buddy? I thank you for taking my call. I absolutely love your show. You guys are awesome. Oh, uh, thanks, man. Um, number one, I am totally that guy. Aaron Jones screwed me so hard fantasy football last night. I bet. Not one, only yard, one yard man, one. You're like, you'll punch it in. <laughs> Well, and even before that, he fumbled the ball, so I'm going backwards in points. Ugh. And then he busts off that that great run, then he falls on the one, and I just needed him to punch in, and I end up losing about four points. Yeah, that's why, that's why I stopped playing fantasy football, and I just gamble now. I, I can't take the stress of the week-to-week and rooting for a player, and you know it's the second half, you're like, I just need 42 more yards from this guy. It drives me insane. Do you think that because Matt LaFleur, Matt LaFleur played as the offensive coordinator you're so with— French, Ramos. I know. <laughs> Sorry about that. Because he was the offensive coordinator under Sean McVay, do you think maybe that played a part in why he didn't want to like score that last touchdown? Kind of like a, a friendship thing, like maybe, ah, that yeah. could rub it in on you. Yeah, maybe not show him up. I mean, yeah. you know, good move by Matt Lefler. French bread. Wee wee. Harry Ramos. Wee wee. Let's go to John in South Carolina. Hey, John. Hey, guys. Love the show. Thank you, man. Well, one thing about the Packers is last week there was an interview with Tony Dungy, 
he was saying when he was coaching the, the Colts that uh, Peyton Manning got a couple or a new receiver they drafted, and he was still in college. Peyton Manning would go twice a week and for eight hours a day drive and go work out with this kid. Imagine they say Aaron Rodgers is having a good time now because he trusts his receivers. Imagine what would have happened if he would have just taken a little bit of time out of his schedule to go work with these guys before the season. I mean, you you hear those stories where Tom Brady would be in the offseason just going to a high school field and, Mm -hmm. you know, meeting up with players. Trying to create a chemistry. Listen, but how is Aaron Rodgers supposed to do ayahuasca in the middle of the woods in in a rainforest? He's busy growing his hair out. If uh, and getting his John Wick Halloween costume ready. Yeah. If he's doing all that, come on, John, you know better. Thank you. Did you see how Aaron Rodgers was asked on a podcast if he wasn't playing for the Packers, what team would he like to QB for? I guess he was trying to be funny. He answered the Oakland Raiders. But still, people are reading into it like, would you want him, Danny G, at this stage of the game? How many years do you guys think he has left? If you want to switch sports, I got, you know, I'm a Mets fan. I'm fine with Verlander for two years. Sometimes you want to win now. And the Raiders, two years is my instinct there. If if you sign a guy for two years and he's 40 ish, I feel like that's not a bad deal in sports anymore. Not with the conditioning nowadays. No. And, and by the way, speaking of some off-season yeah, signings. He's been throwing pick sixes just like Derek Carr, though. <laughs> See, you know what? So you can just trade one <laughs> for the other then, right? I, I look at some of the signings that are happening in baseball, and I know people care way more about the NFL and, you know, basketball's heating up. But you lost your boy Matt Carpenter. To the Padres. He came back, had a great comeback for the Yankees. It was like, oh, wow. I he thought res- he should have been comeback player of the year. It was, my, it was my mild take of the day. Resurrected his career, and now he signed to deal with the Padres. Yeah. who just seems to, they want to sign everybody, the Padres. And something else I wanted to bring up was the Mets re-signed Adam Adovino, who it goes so under the radar to me. I feel like he's such a crucial part of any team's bullpen. He's played for the well, Yanks, he played right? played with some other really sexy names, so he gets lost in the mix. He played with Mo Rivera, I think, early in his career, right? Yeah. He well, played, you know. Was he? I don't know if maybe, he was on that squad, but he was on the Yanks. Yeah, but I mean, like, you know, and of course with Edwin Diaz and his trumpets and everything coming out, you forget that Adovino had an ERA in the twos. He was fantastic. Um, and in the world of baseball, did you guys see that? Hold up. Wait a minute. Carlos Correa? The deal is that it's there's a... Not a hold on it, but they postponed the player introduction because something went a little screwy at the physical. Oh, what could it be? I know it's only online rumors right now. I know it's only social media rumors, but and by the way, Adovino played with the Yankees in 2019. I'll oh, so yeah, say so not with Mo, yeah, not with Mo. Mo so, was long retired. So just uh, you know, you see some cool off-season movement. Wouldn't that be crazy if they had to redo his contract? And it's like they took off millions. Like, oh, your knee is a little uh, wacky. What could they find in a physical? Like his shoulders a little wonky. Yeah, to, turn to what the if left. they use the word wonky? Yeah, wonky. turn to the left and cough. <laughs> oh, like what could go wrong? I don't know. That's a weird story. Right, so Tyson trivia and a bunch more. Kevin on Rich. More next. Hang tight. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.